0: The following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball.
1: And he drills that. Deep to right center, center fielder, late break. It's into the pines! A two-run home
0: run! Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Now, for all the action, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Baseball fans, welcome back inside Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as today, with the cold and the snowfall as our baseball backdrop, the BYU Cougars and St. Mary's Gales are going to play two today. Yesterday's middle game of this three-game series postponed due to heavy snowfall accumulation at Miller Park. The decision was made to get games two and three in today, and despite bitter cold and after this morning's snow removal efforts, we're set for a Saturday twin Bill. My name is Greg Grubel, and I'll have got your play-by-play on a long day today. With our first pitch of our doubleheader just moments away, let's hear from BYU head coach Trent Pratt and our lead-off interview presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And Coach Pratt today talks about the arrangement to play two and his pitching plans for this afternoon.
2: By league rules, we need to play three, and so, you know, the weather's not great here, so we're just trying to make it work, and luckily St. Mary's able to change their flights um, to go back Sunday so we can get two in today. And it's going to be cold, but ideally not going to be snowing like it
1: has been the last few days.
2: Yeah, thank goodness. Um, yeah, at least right now that's what it says. Hopefully it stays that way.
1: <laughs> Looking at the weekend as a whole, when you compare what you're dealing with with the weather to everything else you're trying to figure out with your team, how do you kind of encapsulate the weekend? Um, just be ready to play.
2: I mean, we can't control the weather. We can't control what happens. But man, our guys can show up and be ready to play every day. And that's all we ask them to do is, hey, be flexible, be ready. When, when we send a message out, this is what we're doing just be ready to go, because that's the only thing we can control.
1: How do you plan to throw today in the two games? I'll have Bryce go the first
2: game, um, and then we'll go Ben Hanson in the second game. Um, Bryce has been good for us, and hopefully we get another good start out of him, and and Ben's been good in his one start, and so you know with Jack out, we need someone to step up today.
1: A week ago, you were in L.A. and needed a bounce back in your middle game, and, and Bryce gave you just the kind of start you'd love to have again today. Yeah, and hopefully we can get that again.
2: He's he's plenty capable of going and doing that to this team, and and Bryce has good stuff, and, and that's kind of what we expect out of him today. It's, you know That second game's a big game, and, and we feel like we've got the right guy going for us today.
1: When it comes to conditions, what about the day do you think might actually be something you have to really deal with?
2: Um, nothing. It might be a little cold, but we practice in cold. We, we we did it all fall. It was cold all fall. It's been cold since we've been back. So I don't think outside factors are going to matter. It's about us just, hey, throwing strikes, playing catch, and, and getting a couple of big hits.
1: Do you take a look around the league yet at all this early to see who's
2: doing what, and what do you make of things early? Uh, it looks like it's kind of all over the place. Everyone's kind of beating each other up, and so not too much. I'm kind of worried about this team right now and, and trying to get a win today. Trent, here's
1: to two wins. Uh, thank you. We'll talk to you post game. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Right, that is BYU head coach Trent Pratt. Time for today's starting lineups in game one, courtesy of Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires location. Big O Tires, the team you trust. For the visitors, the St. Mary's Gales. Leading off and playing right field, number three, Dalton Mayshore. Hitting second, the second baseman, number two, Gavin Napier. Hitting third, first baseman, number 23, Christian Almanza. Hitting cleanup, left fielder, number 27, Coleman Schmidt. Hitting fifth, third baseman, number nine, Bill Ralston. Hitting sixth, the DH, number five, Nick Mistoni, Hitting seventh, the catcher, number eight, Blake McDonald. Hitting eighth, the shortstop, number 45, Jared Medham. Hitting ninth, the the center fielder, number 10, Seth Nager. Same starting lineup, defensive alignment, and batting order for St. Mary's from Game 1 on Thursday to Game 2 here today, Saturday afternoon. Starting pitcher for the Gales, number 18, Connor Lynchy, a right-hander. BYU will put Bryce Robinson on the hill to get things underway. Roby a 2-1 record a 4.91 ERA he's jersey number 19 batting order for BYU leading off second baseman number 5 Ozzie Pratt hitting second left fielder number 11 Luke Anderson hitting third the DH number 7 Cooper Vest hitting cleanup. right fielder number 27 Ryan Sapedi hitting fifth first baseman number 35 Jacob Wilk hitting sixth center fielder number 4 Tate Gamble hitting seventh third baseman number 32 Easton Jones hitting eighth shortstop number 43 Chad Call Hitting ninth, the catcher number 40, Parker Goff. You will note for the first time this season, no Austin Deming in BYU's starting lineup. Deming dealing with a lower body injury and will not start game one. And so Deming's spot at third base taken by Easton Jones, who may be a regular third baseman moving into the future for BYU. No Austin Deming for the first time this year. So the only player to have started all 21 games now for BYU is the second baseman, Ozzie Pratt. Here we go. Bryce Robinson to face Dalton Mayshore. And we are underway here at Miller Park. And the first pitch delivered is a 90-mile-per-hour fastball low and away for ball one. The righty Roby kicks and deals. Low for ball two. Two 2-0 to Dalton Mayshore. 30 degrees feels like 24 right now. Here in Provo. And that's a grounder to Ozzie Pratt. Slow roller to his left. Picks up and fires and they don't get him. It was a slow enough roller that by the time Ozzie caught up up to it and fired to first, Mayshore had beat it down the line. So it's an infield single. A leadoff hit for St. Mary's here in the top of the first. Just a nubber. And Ozzie had to run to his left to scoop. And by the time he got it to first, Mayshore had stepped on the bag. So. It's a leadoff single for St. Mary's, and Gavin Napier now hits. And that's low and away for ball one. Four-pitch mix from Roby. Fastball topping out around 94. A slider in the low 80s, a curve in the mid-to-high 70s, and a change 78-80. to The 1-0. A throwover. Oh, nearly a pickoff of Dalton Mayshore diving back and just getting back. And Roby is annually the best pickoff move thrower that BYU's got. The Cougs have two pickoffs on the year. St. Mary's one. They've also been picked off one time, have the Gales. BYU's been picked off just once this year as well. Two balls, no strikes to Gavin Napier. Went one for four on Thursday. The 2-0. And again back to first. Again, diving back ahead of the throw is Dalton Mayshore. Game one of two, two nine-inning games scheduled for today. Friday's middle game wiped out due to snow accumulation. That's in tight for ball three. So three straight balls from Roby to Gavin Napier with a man on first. BYU allows, allows a lot of early runs and late runs. A lot of runs in the first and a lot of runs in the eighth. And that's an outside zone strike call at 88 from home plate umpire Hubbard Dunklin. Three balls and one strike. Taking off is Mayshore. The throw to second and not in time from Parker Goff. That was on a strike. So the count goes full and Mayshore reached second on a stolen base. So for St. Mary's, 15 of 28 now on stolen bases on the year. And BYU's allowed 21 of 27 runners to steal successfully. The 3-2. And that's a walk. So Mayshore was going to end up at second regardless. But it's a single and a walk for St. Mary's to get this game underway. So Napier at first, Mayshore at second. And it's two on, no one out for Christian Almanza. Almanza struck out in his first three at-bats on Thursday Then doubled and singled in his last two plate appearances And that's down and in for ball one I mentioned the runs early and late BYU's allowed 26 first inning runs and 28 eighth inning runs And those are the top two innings for runs allowed They come early and late for BYU The 1-0 With two on Back pick at second And again close but not quite So one ball, no strikes. Snow continues to drop off the, uh, the roofing here at Miller Park, landing in the seats, as that's a grounder bobbled by Call. On a double clutch, gets it to Pratt for one. The throw to Wilk is not good for two, but it is an out on the play, runners on the corners. So had Call fielded that, that totally cleanly, chance they get two, but he bobbled. By the time he got it to Pratt, there was only time for one. Mayshore does go to third on the 6-4 fielder's choice. And Napier is retired on the 6-4. Almanza reaching on the fielder's choice 6-4. So Mayshore at third. Almanza at first. Runners on the corners. One out for Coleman Schmidt, the left fielder. Schmidt. Two home runs on Thursday. Solo shot in the fifth and a two-run shot in the seventh. That's ball one to Schmidt. Roby finding himself behind batters early here. One ball, no strikes. One out and two on. Top of the first here at Miller Park. BYU and St. Mary's, game two of three. St. Mary's coming in 7-11 and 11 on the year. BYU 7-13. and 13. Swing and a miss, strike one. One and one the count. Bryce Robison, the right-hander on the hill, has runners at first and third, and Schmidt in the box. And Schmidt waves at strike two. Coleman Schmidt, two homers on Thursday, two bases on balls and a strikeout in his other two plate appearances. Now tied for first in home runs with five. On the year is Schmidt. He and Almanza tied for first. One ball, two strikes from Roby to Schmidt. And that's lined right to Chad Call, trying to double off at third, not there, but it's two out, runners down the corners. So Coleman Schmidt, a line out to shortstop Chad Call as more as snow crashes from the roof into the seating area. And you got to pick where you're seating today, look up and make sure you're not beneath the overhang, because the overhang is letting it all drop today as the temperatures warm up just slightly with some sunshine. And that snow accumulation finds its way into the stands. So heads up two out, runners on the corners after the Coleman-Schmidt line-out Bill Ralston bats now the third baseman out of the five hole left-handed bat of Bill Ralston, Almanza Ralston and Nager, the lefty bats against the righty Robeson and that's a number into short left field charging hard and making the catch is Luke Anderson and that'll be it for St. Mary's. No runs. On a hit, there were no errors. And there were two left on. We go bottom one. 0-0, Cooks get their 1st at half-bat next. You're on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All
1: right, so back here at Larry H. Miller Field in Provo, Utah. It's Miller Park for BYU and St. Mary's. Game one of two. First inning of the first game. Top of the first, saw five come to the plate for the Gales. But the Cooks get out of it, no damage done. Lead off single. By Dalton Masher, he ended up stranded at third. BYU second baseman, Ozzie Pratt will lead things off for the Kooks. The left-handed bats of Ozzie Pratt. The right-hander Connor Lynchy on the hill for St. Mary's. Lynchy. One and one, a 2.25 ERA into his 21st inning of work and making his fourth start. And his first pitch is a fastball in for a strike at 90. Three pitch mix primarily by Lynchy, the six foot two hundred ninety-five-pound senior. Fastball in the high eighties, a slider in the high seventies, as that's high and away for ball one, and a change in the low eighties. Connor Lynchy. Out of Alamo, California, and Los Medanos College. The 1-1 to Ozzy. Ozzy checks, but goes through for strike two. One ball, two strikes. The day dawned cloudy, a hint of sunshine around 9 a.m., then clouds covered again. The sun came out around noon between 12 and 1. And as a swing and a miss from Ozzie Pratt puts him in back to the dugout and out one, we've got cloud cover again as things chill out here in Provo. So a swinging strikeout for Ozzie Pratt. And Luke Anderson is next to bat. Luke Anderson getting his first outfield start in 11 days. Starting in left field, recorded the final out of the top of the first. Lynchy to Anderson, and that's low in the zone, but fastball catches the lower part of the frame for strike one as judged by Hubbard Dunklin, today's home plate umpire. The 0-1, one gone, no one on. A healthy hack from Luke for strike two, so Lynchy gets ahead 0-2. Luke Anderson starting in the left. Cooper Vest, the left fielder who had been starting there, is now DHing today. The 0-2. That's chase pitch low and away, and Luke lays off for ball one. One ball, two strikes to the Cougar freshman, Luke Anderson, out of Santa Clara, Utah, Snow Canyon High School. And a swing and a miss from Anderson, and that will be strike three. And that whoosh you heard through the crowd mic was more snow sliding off the roof and into the stands. You could hear that in my crowd mic as the snow continues to melt and slide off the roofing here at Larry H. Miller Field. So back-to-back strikeouts for Lynchy, both swinging, Pratt and Anderson. And the first pitch to Cooper Vest is ball one. One ball, no strikes to the number three hitter, the D.H., Cooper Vest. Coop coming in on a seven-game hit streak. The 1-0. More snow coming down, and... That's lined, just foul down the first baseline. One ball, one strike to Cooper Vest. And when I got to the park at 8 this morning from my pregame interview with uh, Trent Pratt, the entire field was still covered in ice and snow. And so it was a pretty significant manpower snow removal operation this morning to get this field ready to play. And the sun helps a little bit. But we're not getting a lot of sun help at this moment to warm things up. The melting's been done. The snow's been removed, and it's clear, the field that is, but it's just cold. 31 degrees right now, and it feels colder with just a slight breeze blowing out to center. The 2-1. That's in for strike two. In around the kneecaps. Took a little off that at 79. 79. The roofing here at Miller Park is a Teflon-coated tensile membrane, identical to the one used in the roofing at uh, Denver International Airport. You've been to DIA, you know that what that roof looks like. Same material here, and that's a swing and a miss. And so he strikes out the side, does Connor Lynching, and all swinging strikeouts of Pratt, Anderson, and we are underway, scoreless through one. Top two next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell.
1: St. Mary's DH Nick Mistoni leads off the second inning for the Gales, trying to check his swing, but goes through as judged by first base umpire Heath Jones. 0-1 from Roby to Mistoni. Mistoni grounds it to short. Chad call handles a low fire, but a good pick by Jacob Wilk at first, and it's a 6-3 ground out for out number one of inning number two. Nick Mistoni had himself a heck of an opener on Thursday, three for five with a runs and three R with a run and three RBI. Grounds out to short to start off the St. Mary's second. Right-handed bat of Mistoni, followed by the right-handed bat of Blake McDonald, the catcher. And that'll be a swing and a miss as he gets out in front of a change from Roby. So Bryce Robison, 2-1, and one, a 4.91 ERA into his 27th inning of work, making his sixth start. Grounded back up through Roby's glove and then backhanded but not picked up by Ozzie Pratt. And reaching will be Blake McDonald. So... First to have a stab at it was Roby. Went under his glove, and then in a backhand attempt to second base, moving to his right, Ozzie Pratt saw it pop off the leather and didn't come up clean with it. So we'll see how they score that. Either way, Blake McDonald reaches with one out here in the second inning. Scoreless, BYU and Gales of St. Mary's. Jared Medham, the shortstop. Another righty bat. Takes inside. Fastball missing at 87 for ball one. One ball, no strikes. One out, one on. Blake McDonald is at first base. Ground ball up the middle. They couldn't get him. Swing and fouled and off. Ooh, as he hits the deck. Made a gun might have gone off the foot of Medum. And on this cold day, it wouldn't feel good either way, but the extremities are a little uh, more sensitive, I would think, today. He's gonna walk this one off. So he leaves the batter's circle, converses for a moment with the third base coach Jack Meggs. And tries to get right as more snow drops out, And uh, one lucky fan here just took it right on the melon. But he was <laughs> somewhat ready for it. But that was a snow drift on your head as the snow continues to drop off the roofing here at Miller Park. And mostly it's falling into abandoned seating areas. But that was a guy coming up from the concourse that just got right across the melon. All right. It's a grounder nubbed to third. Easton Jones will handle Go to second for, oh, the throw's wayward at second. Gets away from Ozzie Pratt. It'll go into right field, and now it's runners on the corners and one out. So the, uh, the fielding, just a little bit shaky here to start for BYU on this bitter cold afternoon. And Now the Kooks find themselves defending a corner situation and one gone. McDonald reach it, reaches on what they call the single. And then Jared Medham grounded to short. And the throw was not clean. McDonald ended going first to third as the throw went into right field, so Metam reaches. Um, would have been a fielder's choice if not a double play try. And now it's first and third. The 1-0, by the way, squaring Seth Nager and pulling back. So, when grounded out to short, McDonald reached on what was called an infield single. And then Metam on a grounder to, sh- to third. Saw the throw from Jones to Pratt get away. As the bunts laid down the third baseline, it's a squeeze. Runner comes home. The throw to first, and Jacob Wilk sees it pop out of his glove as his throw to third does go in time to get Medum. But on the play, McDonald scores from third. Mettam thrown out trying to get to third, and reaching first is Nager on a throw that went to Wilk on a suicide on a suicide squeeze. And as the run scored, the throw to first base took the glove off the hand of Wilk. Wilk came up barehanded, fired to third to get Medum trying to go first to third. And now we've got trainers, a trainer on the field, Judd Franson, looking at Jacob Wilk's shoulder. He came up sore, and all the umpires are conversing now after that unique series of events. And all this happening without uh, the balls really leaving the infield. So Mostoni grounds out 6-3 to begin the inning. McDonald reaches on an infield single. He goes first to third on an E5. Throwing error. Metham reached on the E5, so it was first and third. Then Seth Nager comes up as he lays down the squeeze bunt. McDonald comes home to score, but in fielding the bunt, the throw to first from Jones to Wilk took Wilk off the bag and the glove off the hand. The ball came out of the glove, and so you've got a runner reaching safely at first and Nager. Wilk came up, got him trying to go first to third. Now you're looking at first two out and one across for St. Mary's after all of that. So 1-0 Gales here in the top of the second. The umpires are still in a conversation on the field. So a lot going on. And we'll see how they judge Nager reaching as the top of the order comes up here in the top of the second. Dalton Mayshore will bat with two gone and one-on. The one-on is Nager. Madam was retired on the throw from first to third. The umpires are at the monitor right now. They're reviewing elements of that play. And again, the score right now is one nothing St. Mary's. And McDonald scores on the squeeze. I mean, he was going to score regardless but on the fielding of the squeeze the throw to first started things going a little sideways but either way Hooks have a some plays to be made here in the early innings and have had uh, just struggled a bit to get their fielding legs beneath them so right now the only error so far in this whole sequence is the e5 on the previous at bat from metham with that error, BYU's up to 39 on the year and exactly a 3-to-1 error ratio. BYU, 39 errors to the opponent's 13. And they're going to go back and say that it was an out at first on the play that took the glove off of Jacob Wilk. So the squeeze run will score. We'll see what they're going to back this thing up to. BYU thought there were only three outs, but apparently there were only two outs. They're going to record the out at first and allow Metem to reach third. So, head coach Greg Moore of St. Mary's conversing with umpires as they've called the out at first, which would be Nager being out at first and Medum being allowed to go to third, at least for the time being. Will they put him back to second? There's all kinds of conversations right now. So who goes where and how? We're going to try and turn back time here, and they're going to—they may take the run off the board here. McDonald's going back to third. third Medem's going back the to first.
0: That on base two outs. So they're going
1: to—they're re- going to take this back to no run scoring, two outs. Medem at first, McDonald at third. And Nager out on the play, which would have to be 5-3 on the squeeze attempt. As McDonald goes back to thirds. They put McDonald to third, met him at first, and now two gone. And Dalton Mayshore batting at the top of the order. So take the run off the board, and it's 0-0. One ball, one strike, two out, by the way, to Mayshore. And that is Medum at first base. And it's a swing and a miss as the runner takes off. Steals second. It'll go to one and two. No throw from Parker Goff. But Medum stealing second. So in recreating this, we're going to see Mistoni grounding out to short to begin the inning. McDonald singling. Going first to third on an E5 that allowed Metem to reach. He steals now for second, and it's all moot as Mayshore strikes out swinging. Well, this is a scorekeeper's nightmare here in the top of the second, but either way, we are scoreless through an inning and a half. We go bottom two in the top of the second. No runs on a hit. There was an error, and there were two left on base. 0-0, BYU and St. Mary's on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
1: This is the bottom of the second here at Miller Park in Provo. 0-0. Zero, zero. An eventful top of the second. But we stay scoreless. Ryan Cepedi leads off for the Kooks. Swings and misses. As Connor Lynchy takes something off of that at 80. And Ryan out in front. Swings for strike one. Cepedi, Wilkin, Gamble do up here in the bottom of the second. One ball, one strike. From Lynchy to Cipede. Fouls it out of play the other way. Ryan, nine multi-hit games on the year. His ninth came on Thursday. He had three hits against St. Mary's, went three for four. Fouls off an 89-mile-per-hour fastball. The 1-2. That's high and tight. Two balls and two strikes. The 2-2 with no one out, no one on here in the bottom of the second. And again, fouled out of play. And again, more snow drops off the roofing here at Miller Park. And you'll hear swooshes and clangs and bangs and different sound effects as the snow makes its way into the seating area. And that's just a little high on a 2-2 count. Three balls and two strikes to BYU's right fielder and cleanup hitter Ryan Sapedi And that's striped into center field. Two-hopper to Nager. And Ryan Sapiti now on a four-game hit streak and a five-game reach streak baseman, with a single here in the second. And the Cougs have the lead runner aboard. So for BYU, it's first hit. St. Mary's scoreless on two hits. BYU with a hit and the lone error on the day. East, Jacob Wilk will bat Jake will take high so the last six games for Jacob have gone two hits, no hits two hits, no hits two hits and no hits so he's due for two hits today the 1-0 to Wilk with Cipede on first that's high for ball two was a fastball at 89 from Lynchy. Cipede on first. Wilk in the box. Strike ball. A strike on the outside part of the away zone for the right-handed hitting Wilk. Two balls and a strike now to Jacob. That's low for ball three. Heater beneath the zone. Just the lower part of the zone. Didn't get enough of it. 3-1. No one out. Sapedia on first here in the bottom of the second of a scoreless game. They check on Sapedia at first. More snow falling off the roof. By the way, thanks to uh, BYU Baseball Communications Director Duff Tittle for researching the uh, components of the roofing here at Miller Park. As that's popped up, sky high in the infield. Shortstop Metem running in and toward the mound makes the catch just back at the pitcher's mound for out number one. Again, as researched by Duff, it's a Teflon-coated tensile membrane, a fabric-like roofing here at Miller Park. It has taken a lot of snow the last couple days and is dropping some of it into the seating area. So Tate Gamble now bats after Wilk pops up to short. Remaining on first base is Ryan Sapedi, so one out, one on for Tate Gamble, the center fielder. Tate takes low and in for ball one. Tate getting his 12th start of the season today. Left handed hitting Tate Gamble. Lefty bats of Ozzie Pratt, Cooper Vest, Tate Gamble, and Chad Call today against the righty Lynchy to start. The 1 0 from Lynchy to Gamble. Sapedi takes his lead. That's a low in the zone. taking strike one. One and one the count to Gamble. BYU today with Navy caps. Wearing the white with Navy blue pinstripe, jersey, and pants. The word Cougars in block lettering across the chest. The 1-1. One, one. Hit in the air to left center. Center fielder Nager over. will make the catch and two gone. Retreating to first is Ryan Sapedi. So a leadoff single by Sapedi but a pop-up by Wilk and a fly-out by Gamble. Yeah, it's two gone for Easton Jones. St. Mary's uniform today, same as it was on Thursday, a blue and red cap, a blue cap with a red bill, gray jerseys, gray pants, and the words St. Mary's, the words St. Mary's in block lettering arching across the chest, red numbers and blue letters across the front. Empty count, two out, one on for BY Easton Jones, one home run on the year, getting his first plate appearance of this day. Getting his start today with Austin Deming. A little banged up. Easton Jones gets his first career third base start for BYU. The 1-0. Chops it foul down the third base line. Easton's last start came March 16th at LMU. So we could go Thursday in L.A. That's what he was playing second base. The 1-1. Swings and misses through, strike two. A change up from Lynchy, Getting him out ahead. One and two, two out, one on. Lead off single by Sapiti, but he sits at first base, has not gone anywhere since that single, the one-two. Taken low and away for ball two. The sun breaks out again. The shadows are cast. And the snow continues to melt and drop here at Miller Park. the 2-2. Two two out, one on. Foul out of play the other way. Yeah, the early morning hours here at Miller Park featured essentially every member of the BYU baseball program out on the field with shovels. Even though the field is heated, the heating coils only can do so much with so much ice and snow accumulation. So it was a snow removal job this morning, the 2-2. And that's low and away for ball three. Count is full with two gone and one on, and Ryan Stapiti will be on the move. And it took a lot, of, uh, a lot of manual labor to get this field ready to play today, no doubt. And the Sun can do its part too, but just uh, hits and misses with the Sun in the early part of this game. We're bottom two of a scoreless game, the 3-2. Speedy takes off, and Jones will take high for ball four and will take his base. So a single, a pop-up, a fly-out, and a base on balls. Create two out with two on for Chad Call. Chad Call hitless in three at-bats on Thursday, getting his fifth consecutive start. And ever since his first start, he's reached base in every game. Chad Call hitting out of the 8-hole. The left-handed hitting Chad Call. Zipedi at 2nd. Jones at 1st. And BYU looking to strike first here against St. Mary's. A swing and a miss from Chad Call. A healthy hack there from the shortstop. St. Mary's defensively Schmidt, Nager, and Mayshore in the outfield. Ralston at 3rd. Metam at short. Napier at 2nd. Almanza at 1st. McDonald catches Connor Lynchy. Lynchy outside. Fastball missing at 90. 1-1 one one to Chad Call. BYU's lost three of the last four to St. Mary's, but has won seven of the last ten. If you want to look at it that way. The 1-1. One, one. Two gone, two on. Swinging through strike two is Chad Call. 89 mile per hour. High heat. Any kind of heat welcome on a day like today? Everyone's bundled up out there. Temperatures low 30s as this game got underway. One ball, two strikes, two out. Runners on first and second for BYU in the bottom of the second. Lynchy winds and deals. And that's lifted foul out of play down the third baseline.
0: Everybody clap your hands!
1: Clapping your hands is a good idea on a day like today. fouled off a 91-mile-per-hour fastball did call. One ball, two strikes to the eight-hole hitter. That's inside for ball three. The count is full. There are two out, there are two on, and both Speedy and Jones will be on the move again. It's intriguing and suspenseful, and only just a little bit dangerous to watch how much snow comes down as this game goes along as... Chad call swings, and misses, and ends the inning. So a swinging strikeout, the fourth of the day for Connor Lynchy ends the BYU second for the Cougs. No runs on a hit, no errors, and two were left on. We go top three, 0-0, zero, zero, Cougs and Gales on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Top of the third here at Miller Park in Provo. BYU and St. Mary, 0-0. Zero, zero. Gales no runs on two hits. BYU no runs on one hit. Cougs have the only error of the day. Gavin Napier grounds to Chad Call, guns it over to Jacob Wilk, and on a 6-3 ground out, one is out for St. Mary's here in the top of the third inning. That was Gavin Napier, the second baseman, and number two hitter in the batting order. Grounding out, bringing up Christian Almanza. Almanza reached on a fielder's choice in the first and was stranded, left-handed hitting Christian Almanza. And the snow slides keep coming off the roofing here at Miller Park. Where it's landing, most folks know to stay away at this point, but there have been some pretty uh, substantial deposits made as temperatures have warmed just slightly and the roof is heated up with the sunshine we have had here this afternoon. No balls, two strikes, by the way, to Almanza. The 0-2. Away for ball one. One ball, two strikes. To the Gales' first baseman and former University of Utah Ute, Christian Almanza. Started all 19 games at first base, swings and misses, and that'll be it for Almanza, who struck out three times yesterday. That's his first K of this day, and two are gone on the top of the third. A ground out and a strikeout bringing up Coleman Schmidt. Schmidt lined out shortstop in the first good. inning. Schmidt wears two for three, and his two hits on Thursday were both home runs. And with that big day Thursday as he takes inside for ball one, Schmidt is now... First on the team in RBI and tied for first in home runs. 16 RBI to pace the Gales, and he and Almanza each have five dingers apiece. That's away for ball two. Two balls, no strikes, two out, and the base is clear here in the top of the third inning. Again, some sunshine and shadows here at Miller Park. That's striped in the air to center field, back into the track and taking it off the wall, watching it go over the wall. Is Tate Gamble. That will be a solo shot for Coleman Schmidt. His big weekend continues. His third home run of the series. And Coleman Schmidt puts the Gales on top of the Cougs. one nothing here in the top of the third. Gamble thought he was going to have a play on that ball. And as he reached the wall, he saw it clear the yellow line. And it's St. Mary's 1. BYU no score. Coleman Schmidt takes the lead in home runs on the team with his sixth of the year. A solo shot to almost straightaway center field and it's St. Mary's 1 and BYU no score and St. Mary's who had 9 of its 15 hits with 2 out on Thursday gets a 2 out home run here on Saturday first run of the game scored by the Gales one nothing. St. Mary's top 3 Coleman Schmidt's solo home run his second solo home run of the series has a 2 run blast as well 1-1, one, one. and that's opposite field. Is it going to get down on the left field corner? It will be off the top of the wall. Anderson plays it off the top of the wall. Fires into second, sliding ahead of the throw is Bill Ralston, and he's got a double to the left field corner. By the way, Alex Sardina has taken Ozzie Pratt's place Ozzie, at second leader. base. So Ozzie Pratt was involved with a couple of fielding miscues early and is not in the game. So it's still call at short but ozzy pratt may not be quite right he is out of the game and alex sardina has taken his spot at shortstop by the way bill ralston doubling to the left field corner the gales hits leader adds another one and it's now two out and one on for st mary's in a one-nothing ball game gales lead and ralston at second with a two-out double so both the Gales hits in this inning come with two outs. A solo home run by Schmidt and a double by Ralston. That was an opposite field, left field corner double for the left-handed hitting Ralston. Has six multi-hit games on the season and has one for two early in this game. No balls and a strike, two gone, one on for Nick Mistoni. Mistoni grounded out 6-3 in the second. And he'll take Loen away in the dirt for ball one. One ball, one strike. Again, when I say dirt here, it's, that's figurative. It's an all-artificial turf surface, including the would-be dirt areas. The 1-1. And that's chopped foul off the plate. One ball, two strikes. See if can go to a wipeout pitch here and get the Cougs out of this inning with only one run across. 1-0 Gales. One run on four hits. BYU scoreless on one hit. And here in the third, Coleman Schmidt's third home run of the series. He's now three for five with three home runs in this series, and the Cougars are out of the inning as Nick Mastoni swings and misses at an 88 from Robinson. And for the Gales in the third inning, one run on two hits. There were no errors, and one was left on. We go bottom three, St. Mary's one, BYU no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
1: BYU Baseball, brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try their tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue, located just north of BYU's campus, Bam Bam's Barbecue, proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Leading off the Cougars' third, the nine-hole hitter, catcher Parker Goff. And gets behind in the count 0-1. Check swing strike, and that's high for ball one. One ball, one strike to the Cougar backstopper. He went two for three with a run scored on Thursday. Getting his third consecutive start at catcher, his first three starts as a BYU Cougar. The 1-1 to Goff, right-handed hitting Parker Goff. Going to hit him. He'll take his base. So an HBP. Connor Lynchy puts Goff aboard. So the lead batter aboard for BYU in third. Cook's got the lead batter aboard in the second. It was a Ryan Cipede single. He ended up being stranded. We'll see how the Cougs do here in inning number three. Down one. One zip, and Alex Sardina takes Ozzie Pratt's spot at the top of the batting order. So you go from lefty bat to righty brat with Sar- bat with Sardina, hitting in place of Pratt. He'll foul that back over the roofing here at Miller Park. 0-1 to Sardina. So Ozzie Pratt lasted just a one at bat and two innings as a fielder. The 0-1. Pretty solidly hit to center field, but center fielder Nager. An easy jog to his left and makes the catch. So, one gone in the bottom of the third. A fly out to center for Alex Sardina.
0: Luke (laughs)
1: Luke Anderson, the left fielder. Struck out swinging in the first. He bats now in the third. One out and one on. BYU trailing at one nothing. Breaking ball stays high for ball one. The one 0 to Luke. High fastball. Hit to center. Deep to center. Nager is back, will play it off the warning track. Rounding third. Coming home as Parker will hold at third. So with Goff rounding, he was held up by third base coach Brent Herring. Good call there as it's a double for Luke Anderson to the power alley and right. So Luke, after a three for four Thursday, has a hit in the second at-bat at bat here on Saturday and a double off the wall. We'll make it second and third for BYU. Goff at third. Anderson at second. One out for Cooper Best. And first base open. Cooper struck out swinging in the first. He bats now in the third. And the Cougs have the tying run at third. The go-ahead run at second and only one out. And Vest is swinging a good bat. Seven-game hit streak for Cooper. Went one for five for a run. Struck out three times on Thursday against the Gales. One ball, no strikes. To BYU's DH today, Cooper Vest. 1-0, one out, two on. Two runners in scoring position for Coop. He'll take inside, but it's a called strike on the inside edge. One ball, one strike. Cooper hitting 400 with runners in scoring position. Four for 10 with runners in scoring position this season. He's got two of them right now, the 1-1. And that's driven. In the air to deep right. Right fielder Mayshore Mast- back to the wall and can't make the catch at the top of the wall. It's off his glove. Dalton Mayshore got leather on it. But one run will score. Holding is Anderson at third. The Cougs have tied the game. Mayshore in the right field corner just near the 343 side. Made a leap and the ball went off his glove at the top of the wall. And so it's back-to-back doubles for BYU. Scoring is Goff to tie the game. Holding at third is Anderson. Anderson had to wait to see if the ball would be caught. So Vest double extends his hit streak to eight games, and the Cougs scored their first run, tied the game at one. Parker Goff scores on the Cooper Vest double to the right field corner. And now it's still second and third and still one out for Ryan Sapedi. Sapedi pops up to short right. Will this be trouble? Second baseman back will call off the first, make the catch on the line, no tag, and two out on a pop-up. So St. Mary's would do very well if they're able to get a third out here without another run scoring of keeping this to just one run. The Cougs were in good shape, second and third, and only one out, and a shot off the wall in the right field corner, only scored one because they had to hold up to see if Mayshore would make the catch. He did not. Sapiti pops up, the second and it's two out now for Jacob Wilk with two on and two out in a tie ball game 1-1 Anderson at third Vest at second RBI double for Cooper Vest no balls and a strike from Lynchy. Connor Lynchy on the hill righty thrower and Jacob Wilk in the box righty batter Sunshine out on a chilly day here in Provo. High for ball one. One ball, one strike, two out, two on. Jacob with runners in scoring position this year, hitting 286, slightly above his 273 season average. He's an even better hitter, 300 with two out, and two are out here in the bottom of the third. St. Mary's one, BYU one. Both teams score once here in the third. Can the Cougs find more? The 1-1, and Wilk will swing and miss ahead of a changeup at 79. One ball, two strikes. One-all, bottom three. The one two, two out and two on. And Wilk is caught looking. Barrel on the shoulder and a backward K ends the Cougars' third. BYU in the inning. Scores a run on two hits. There were no errors, and two were left on. BYU's 0-4 this year when tied after 3. We're tied after 3-1-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.